Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How are you guys feeling today? Um, thank you guys for sharing your universe with me. And as I share my universe with you all, and as we coexist in this vast multiverse, I am so, 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 so happy to be here with you guys today. Um, today we're going to be answering voicemails. So what that Wow, so sorry about that. All the, all of a sudden, like I'm in the midst of talking and recording, and then like the whole thing just glitched on me and froze. So, who knows how this is gonna sound when I actually post it? <laughs> but anyway, guys, um, yeah. So today I'm answering voicemails. Don't know what the I can't list the topics of today's episode because uh, we're all about to find out what the topics will be once I press play. So, um, guys, also feel free to call in into the podcast phone line. Um, that phone number is 928-900-4990. I will also list the number in the description box. And yeah, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. I'm going to be doing a lot more episodes that deal with uh, talking directly with you guys and answering questions. Um, and what else? What else? Oh yeah, guys. And, the, and I have to say it. The podcast phone line is literally like a hotline number, and so it's not something you can text. So I always have to give this disclaimer because I don't know if anyone has actually texted the number, so I don't want you to think I'm like ignoring anyone's ass. I just literally, there is no actual option to text. So hopefully no one's texting because yeah, it's just a literal like old school little hotline number I like got from this little online service thingy. Okay, here we go. Let's get into the first voicemail. Okay, pressing play on the first one. Here we go. Hey V, um, I'm just wanting some clarification around an experience that I had when I was younger. Um, I feel like it's starting to come back in now that I'm older and more aware. Um, but when I was younger, I was camping with my family, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night and seeing these colors everywhere in, like, the tent. It was like Christmas lights, like, so bright, colorful, rainbow lights everywhere. And I remember waking up and being like to my mum, oh, my God, look at all these beautiful lights. Like, how beautiful are they? And mum's like, oh, yeah, amazing. And up until... This day, I thought she saw it too. Like recently, she said, "No, I didn't see anything. I just, you know, you're just meant to say to kids, yeah, yeah, I can see it too." <laughs> um, so I'm just so intrigued as to what I could see, just because I know kids are more intuitive, more connected to their soul. Um, so recently as well, I've been seeing back in the peripheral, slash corner of my eye, little orbs of color. I like generally yellow or blue um it's hard to explain uh, but when i catch it I, it goes away um it's very quick when i see it um so yeah i'd just love to know what you think that i'm seeing they just like all the black to me um i just know my clairvoyance is getting stronger because i'm also starting to see um auras around people they're just like the white glow around them um, yeah, so cool. And thank you for everything that you do. You are so amazing. And you just make 
so much for calling in. Oh my goodness. You have such an amazing energy. Like you're just so amazing. Thank you so much for calling. Um, so, okay. Your experience. Okay. So I'm just gonna reference some of the points in your, in your story. So you mentioned how you were camping and how you were younger, correct? And how you said that um, it was like very bright colors, like Christmas colors, beautiful lights, and you could see it while camping through the tent. You mentioned that your mom said she could see it too, and it wasn't until you know you became an adult, and she says, "Oh no, I was just saying that because you know you were a child, and I was just agreeing with what you were seeing." Kind of like you know how parents do, like if you have an imaginary friend, like yeah, yeah, I'll see it. So I guess okay. And then you also mentioned how you're seeing like orbs and things in your peripheral side vision as well as seeing aura so okay let's go over all these things i'm so excited um so first and foremost i want to talk about the colors that you're seeing as a child so naturally um kids still retain that um ability to still you know how uh we you know what they say what's called the uh the veil, right? The veil between this world and the spirit realm. Well, kids are still very much connected to the other side or they can see through the veil a lot easier than we can. So I'm not too shocked to hear that you were a child and this happened. I, you know what I personally was thinking as you were talking? Um, I just have this feeling that the colored lights could be two things. Initially, intuitively, my first thing was like, okay, either she was seeing some kind of like alien, uh, Sometimes, like, if a ship is nearby, it can manifest as, like, um, a bright color or bright lights, and it can change colors, um, like, it can flash different colors at times. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me, I'm freaking nasally a little bit. But yeah, um, it could be that. But then I also had this feeling that it could also really be, um, when you see bold colors like that, it could be very angelic in nature. That um, And especially with you guys being out in the wilderness, I'm not too shocked that, that something like this has happened. It also means that not only at that young age, you know, like I said, children are naturally seeing on the other side. There's even, guys, if you guys Google it, there are children out there who actually are telling their parents that they remember past lives. It's a real thing. So kids are still tapped in into that spark that we all naturally have but when we get older it just kind of like you know we have all you know all the all of life's heaviness on us but that's why if you ever hear certain um you know books and things saying tap into your inner child well this is why because when we're tapped in it's the ultimate present moment it's the ultimate connection back to god and our godlike self anyway getting off topic here point of the matter is this um, I do believe that was a, an actual real experience for you. Um, I do believe that, um, and, and going into, uh, and like I said, I still, f- I can't shake the thought. I'm sorry. I really can't shake the feeling that, um, usually with colors, it's usually angelic spirit or like alien related. I just can't shake the thought. It's either one of those things, but alien stuff was my first feeling. That's my gut. That's my honest to God gut first gut feeling girl. But, um, but yeah, that's really uh, cool. But I do, I do feel it was it was a real experience. Um, secondly, you mentioned um, seeing things in your side eye peripheral vision. So 
The beginning of your clairvoyance opening for a lot of us, it starts off in our peripheral vision. And so um, when you, like you said, when you see an orb or a flash of light and then in your side vision or your peripheral vision, and then you turn your head to look and it's gone, just like you mentioned, that is the number one sign of your clairvoyance, literally number one sign of clairvoyance um, opening up. Also, when a spirit is nearby, oftentimes when you are clairvoyant, it can manifest like that, especially um, when your clairvoyance is, you know, you're, you know, finally interacting with that gift. So basically, um, the orb can, you know, the orbs that you see, the orbs can mean so many things. I'm like, shit, should I do a whole nother episode on orbs or orb colors? I mean, certain orb colors... I've read that it can it can mean uh, different things. I usually just go off with what I feel when I see the colors. But um, but yeah, so I just want to let you know that's a very real experience. Oftentimes um, when we try to focus, like once we focus, and guys, it can be the same thing. Like if you're like chilling in bed and you swear you've seen like a spirit or a shadow and you're like, what the hell? But then when you actually concentrate, you notice how it just disappears. So it's like when we're not completely like 100% focused or aware sometimes we slip into like that autopilot in between state where we're just chilling not expecting shit and so sometimes it appears like that when we're in that in between state so yeah i just want to let you know this is all clairvoyance and you also mentioned um being able to see like um starting to see like a white aura you know around people white or blue aura and girl all of this is sounding extremely clairvoyant sounds like your clairvoyant gift is really strong or that it's really opening up a lot more. And the fact that you had that experience when you were younger feels like it was like the Kickstarter journey of you coming into your own as a soul. So really, really, um, really, really awesome. Seriously. Um, and thank you for sharing so much about your journey. I really appreciate it. And hey, cheers to anyone out there on who's clairvoyant or on their clairvoyant journey. This is what it feels like. It starts off with like... Um, seeing like a little glimpse of a uh like it starts off with the side vision and then it starts off with vivid dreams clairvoyance also deals with remembering dreams um also random note another sign that you are clairvoyant is if i'm going to use this example i use this all the time in my psychic development class which is if someone is talking let's say a friend of yours is talking about a, like a story about a dog are you the kind of person that if someone is telling a story can you visualize what they are saying as they are talking so if someone if i'm telling you right now um oh i'm holding up a brown little dog could you see that as i'm talking so that's what i'm talking about that also is inclination of um, clairvoyance, or if you're a visual learner, anything with visions, visuality, if you're a visual, visual learner and things like that, that can also, um, you know, definitely indicate some clairvoyant stuff. So just, just sharing a little random stuff. So yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for calling in and we're going to get to the next one in a second. All right. Um, let's get to the next voicemail. Here we go. Hey, what's up V? Hope you're doing well. Um, I don't really have a question. It's more of a comment, I guess. Um, so I recently watched this documentary called Extraordinary The Seeding. 
and it's on Amazon, and it might even be on like YouTube or something too. Um, but it's really good. It's really well done. Um, it's basically about like a group of um, abductees that tell their story. Um, and I know that there's a lot of stuff like that, but this one is really well done because there's a lot of corny ones, but this one isn't. Um, so if you haven't seen it already, already you probably I would definitely recommend it because it's uh, it definitely gave me a different view of aliens and other beings. Um, because for open-minded people, um, you know, like me and other people listening to this podcast, um, probably are like, you know, alien abduction, woo! And this documentary made me uh, feel opposite of that. <laughs> um, I don't want to say too much in case you haven't seen it, um, but these people, a few of these people look really like frazzled and like their reality has definitely changed um and there's just a lot of like there are things on there that are just i don't know it just made me consider aliens in a different way and um, it kind of made me scared it kind of feels like a light a live horror movie like if you watch it um there are people you know talking about hybrids and um they actually remember their experience with the other being that impregnated them. Um, and some of that was like, oh, that's kind of wild. Like, I don't know, but I really do believe it. Um, sorry if I'm going really long. Um, but yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on it if you've seen it or anything like that. So thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. You're such a sweet, genuine soul. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, I haven't seen it, but now that you mentioned it, now I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, although I haven't seen it, I still am going to comment on it because this topic, as you know, obviously I, I understand. Um, I do believe um, what happens in these cases, because as you guys know, you guys are not, I'm, you guys, I don't have to repeat it all the time, but you guys know about my own experience and how I, tr- I talk about it here and there. I don't go into the emotional details and that's why I figured I'd I'd comment on this one, although I haven't seen the actual thing on Amazon yet, but I will watch it. But the hybrid stories and like you said, people in their dreams remembering um, being impregnated or, you know, and, and seeing like a half alien, half baby and things like that. And the reason why these people are freaked out is because it makes sense. It's a, it's a psych psychological like trauma where although you don't feel although it hasn't happened in this current physical reality it's very much real in another sense in that other realm or that dimension i know it's i sound crazy saying this but like it makes sense how the human brain can't interpret or understand you know it's it has a hard time processing like what's going on because it feels like it's happening without your consent so it feels like someone's literally just taking your body and it's like hey i'm just gonna do whatever with it and 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 it's like it's a very traumatic event on the human body and the mind so i'm not surprised that people are remembering these in dreams and oftentimes it happens guys like for those of you who are listening and oftentimes our experiences that happen with aliens um, can manifest in a dream state, you know, if, especially if you're having reoccurring dreams of 
alien-like stuff, being out in the, in the sky, in the stars, or if you're having dreams of being on an operating table, or if you're having dreams of literally seeing actual beings, entities all the time, especially if it's consistent. Now, when I say consistent, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing, but like even once a blue, once here and there, but the fact that it happens more than a couple times a year, that's pretty, you know, you want to keep note of that, you know? So, um, it's, I, I, I feel like on a human level, like it's, there's a lot of fear because it's these random beings who we have no idea. Like, what do you want from me? What do you want? And it, it makes sense. Like why it would make you feel fearful because it's dealing with an unknown being. We have no idea. We know that, okay, maybe they have some major powers that they can overpower us. And of course that's going to make us feel fearful because it's like, it kind of like one of those, like you said, like a horror movie where it's like, damn, I'm, I'm afraid to go to sleep at night and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, and with the, uh, I, I, even though with my own experience, I, the only thing that I've with the hybrid thing. And I think luckily, and that's why I'm like, I feel for people who actually have dreams about their, I've seen people who've had dreams about their hybrid babies or have seen them. And it's like really heartbreaking. It's a, it's, it's, it's a lot going on, but luckily for me, that hasn't been a totality of my own experience. What I can say from my personal experience is when I was very young, I always had fear of, um, I always had dreams of being pregnant, even though I never had a baby. And this was when I was really young, before I was even menstruating. You know what I mean? So how the fuck could I be pregnant at that age? You know what I mean? Um, and uh, I would always have dreams of looking at like, it was like a baby that was in a liquid, I don't know how to say it, like a liquid sack. I don't even know what the wording would be, but I used to have dreams about that. But as I, I that was when I was very young, but I, I haven't had any like anything like that. My personal experiences, like like as you guys know, has been remember the one alien visitor years ago that came through came to my into my bedroom, you know, that was one actual in-person experience. And then um the rest of my experiences have been either seeing UFOs in the sky, like literally with my own physical eyes, or having tons and tons of dreams of seeing them and interacting with them. And I've had dreams of an operating table and God knows on a personal level, although I don't talk about the emotional stuff personally, I, when I see some of my dreams and I see an operating table, it usually doesn't end well in my dreams. Um, meaning like I'm always trying to fight back or, and then like, as soon as I try to, I feel like I'm, I'm like, I, I see they, they, like, I see a syringe, like I get syringed, like there's like a thing, you know, like it calms you down or whatever. But yeah, I just, um, on an emotional level, and it could just be because I, you know, I'm just only speaking about me. I'm just saying like, I understand how those people could feel, you know, it's a very traumatic event because the human mind and our emotions, like it's, it's, it's like, and, and also you feel like you're going crazy at the same time because it's like, you can't fully explain it. And then it's like, it's so I, although I haven't seen the time, I'm definitely going to watch it. Like I, I genuinely, it's, it's a mind fuck. So, but my thing is it is normal to feel fear for the unknown. You know how it is like it's normal, but I also believe that there's good and bad and everything. So I, you know, is there alien races that are good? Yeah. Are there alien races? There's so many variations of different races or different people it's kind of like we have many groups of people on this planet doesn't mean everyone is freaking bad right it's the same thing i feel for certain groups certain alien races 
not just because a few of them might be bad doesn't spoil the rest of them. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, if, if you know what I mean, whatever. But I just wanted to say you're, you're, I get, I get why <laughs> you were like freaked out about it. I totally understand. It's a, it's a mind fuck. Some, there were times in my life, even when I've had like wild dreams of me being on spaceships or, um, you know, or like people trying to, uh, or like, I've always seen someone like trying to syringe me. You know, it's funny. Like, like they would inject me in my belly button. Isn't that insane? I've had multiple dreams of that, by the way, and in the back of my neck. And so when I would have dreams like that, I just want to share this experience on an emotional level. Um, I would wake up sometimes, not gonna lie guys, like I'd be freaked out. I do like, it's not, it's, it, it, it makes you feel like you're going insane, <laughs> you know, not, not, it just, because you feel like, you know, and I, I can, you know, there's something going on, but you know that you can't really, you don't have proof. You don't really know, you know, like the only thing I prove is sometimes I wake up with random scars and different shapes and formations, but it's like, you know, it's very, it's an out of control feeling because you don't feel in control. You don't know what's going to happen when you go to sleep. And so emotionally, I understand, <laughs> you know, although I, I may not have, have, have like hybrid kids like those people or anything, but, um, it's just our human brain conceives of all of these things as fear because it's like we don't know what the fuck's going on when we're leaving our bodies at night and we don't always remember it until it seeps out later in the dream state years and years go by. So anyway, I definitely got to watch that. Thanks for sharing um, your thoughts. And I just want you to know on an emotional level, like for people who gone through this, it's just um, it's like oddly it can be very like emotionally trying. But at the same time, luckily, I'm. For me personally, I'm just going off my own opinion. I have a great connection with myself and my spirit guides that I'm able to get through it. But it's not like a ne- I don't have like a personally negative experiences with with aliens. It's more so like neutral. Like sometimes it can I get like a positive message and sometimes it's neutral, you know, but I never Luckily, it hasn't been like where I feel completely panther and fear. So I, my heart goes out to those people who have really, you know, been violated. I guess it's like a feeling of being violated. And that's what like hurts on the human soul. You know what I mean? Like a feeling of like, damn, y'all did this without my consent. Oh, you know, but um, there's deeper levels to this on a soul level. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But thank you so much for sharing. Definitely going to uh, check it out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, next voicemail. Hi, B. So I wanted to know if spells or those like ritual candles or spell candles or those type things, are those true? Do those like really work in helping manifest or bring changes or things about into your life? So that was my question. I wanted to see if um, so many people are selling these blessed ritual candles or doing spells and rituals. And I'm trying to see does that really work with helping with your manifestation. Thank you for calling in. Okay, so do the actual spell candles work or does it aid in manifestation? So here's what I think. Um, I do believe they can work um, because it's whatever you put into it. Remember, a candle at the end of the day is just a candle. It is just an object. It is the actual intention and energy you're putting into a physical thing. So it's kind of like when you program a crystal. You guys, you know, guys, I am not a crystal person. Actually, if y'all know a crystal person, I would love to have them on my podcast because I don't really, 
I mean, I know what crystals do psychically. I know how to work them, but I'm not like a huge, you know, crystal. I don't know everything about them, but I do know this. I do know that you can program a crystal with your energy. I do know that. And um, same thing with using anything um, outside of yourself. It's your actual consciousness, your intention that you are putting into this candle. So the candle can kind of act like a neutral, um, what can I, how do I say it? Like the candle can represent or symbolize like a neutral physical object of where all of your conscious thoughts are going. So I guess you can use it as a physical mechanism that helps amplify the energy maybe um again i never use candles so i'm not i mean no hold on i use freaking candles i love candles like for ambiance but i've never on a personal level i've never personally used one to manifest with i just use candles for other things um but i do i'm in no way saying that like they don't work just because i don't personally use it because I'm lazy and I just feel like, why do I have to use a candle when I'm just going to, I can go straight to the source and just literally use my mind and whatever. But sometimes it's okay to use something physical. So I see using a candle as like, I guess in those cases, um, it's whatever you put into it. So also be mindful that of where you buy, because you're also getting a little bit of that person's energy. And I guess, I don't know how it works. I don't know if, guys, I'm not like, that's so beyond me. Like, like, I, I, like I'm trying to think like, I don't know how, I don't know if the people who do that, if they bless the candles, I'm sure they probably bless the candles and stuff and do their own rituals on the candle before selling it. And then you do yours and then it combines it. Is that how it works? Guys, I don't, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't talked to anyone who done this before, but I don't feel like, basically what I'm saying is I don't think it's, um, I don't think it hurts. So basically if you want to do that, I don't see like a major issue, but remember the real way, the real reason why everything manifests is technically coming from all inside of you anyway. Just remember anything outside of you is just something to act as a conduit that help that could aid you in your journey of manifestation. But remember the candle or anything outside of yourself is not the sole reason of making manifestations work and with quote spells spells are intentions that you set or projections so with that being said once again it's all inside of you but a candle is a great i guess it could be a great way as a physical thing to um kind of you know balance out the energy and candles do have a unique energy i mean they are very you know if you you ever like being a room full of candles it feels soothing so candles actually have a good energy so I believe everything's neutral. It's what you give to it. So it's okay. So I'm going to share a question from somebody. Um, although it's not a voicemail, I just feel like every, a lot of people can probably benefit from this question. And it's in regard to the third eye and medicine and uh, medication. And so basically this person was asking about, um, or what this is the background was that they're on this great spiritual journey. Their psychic gifts are opening up their intuitions strong. Um, they were, you know, but unfortunately they may have to get back on a certain medication. I'm just going to just use Prozac, for example. And they're worried. The question is, the concern was, is by going, going back on medication, is that going to make my third eye close? Because, you know, when you think of the third eye, I'm sure you guys heard of the term 
decalcify your penile gland, right? Meaning decalcify, meaning there's a lot of meanings where it's like, well, don't do this, don't have meds, you know, there's a lot of like, if you Google it, there's so many different like rules and theories out there, right? And so this person was kind of concerned, like, well, if they have to get back on medication to manage certain anxieties or whatever, um, they're worried that it will ruin their whole psychic intuitive journey or that it will just come to a halt due to taking medication. So the question was, how can they bypass that? How can they still take medicine and yet still retain that intuitive connection? So I think that is a very great question. Um, I, you know, again, I am no doctor. I am no nothing. I mean, I'm saying I am no nothing, but you know what I mean? Um, I would say this. Can you be on medication and still have a connection? Absolutely, yes. I mean, I come on. You know, I I know I'm a I'm I'm a little I'm a different kind of woman, you know, I'm different. Um I just don't believe that Okay, let me say this. Yes, medicine can impact anything. Anything that we do. Even pushing spirituality aside, there's always side effects to everything, right? But you as an actual soul and spirit, do you think your soul's going to be beaten down by some random pill that you take? I mean, really think about it, guys. As magnificent and powerful your intuition and your soul and your spirit is, do you and and, and how it survived eons and eons of time, lifetime after lifetime, going through plagues after bullshit after bullshit, you really think a pill has that much control over you? I mean, yes, technically the pills can impact our brainwave chemistry, how we see things, how we perceive things, how we feel. So obviously, if something's, you know, impacting our neuropathways, yes, it probably will impact our ability to use our intuition because the intuition also interacts with our nervous system, right? So Technically, it does impact it, but I don't think that it totally overrides or over controls it. I do believe um, you can still be psychically and intuitively connected while still, you know, having to take care. If you if you have to take a medicine for whatever reason, you got to do what you got to do. You know, um, I don't believe that. Um, although I'm very holistic. I don't take medicine myself. Even if I get sick, I try to go with all, you know, anything healthy greenery wise. You know, I try to stay away from medicine. But I want to tell you, I've seen people personally in my personal life who have taken pills for many different physical or mental reasons, and I've seen them thrive in their intuition. So I really believe, even from firsthand account of seeing certain people in my personal life thrive even while they're on medication, it really goes to show that um, you know, despite, even though it does, it will, it can kind of impact, you know, but it's really important to maintain consistency, um, within your spiritual journey. You know, um, the only way that you can allow quote the medicine to really win, you know what I say? When I say win, I basically mean like, if you really feel like, oh no, take this medicine, I'm off my spiritual journey. Nothing can really take you off your journey without your allowance or consent. So my advice is this. If you really feel like you have to, then you got to do it. You know, it's basically you don't want to, um, you know, you got to live your life. You got to make your own choices. But 
basically, I'm just here to tell you that, yes, you can still have a spiritual journey and be connected to your intuition, even while on medication. While, yes, it may be kind of, um, you know, it will impact you. So like I said, I'm not saying like it's not going to impact you. But I do want to say the soul is still so deep and, and big that while it does impact it, as long as you stay consistent in your spiritual beliefs and you know staying true to who you are and limiting fear in your life guys whether your third eye is open whether you're uh decalcifying whatever whatever the hell it is i do believe as long as you live a life that minimizes fear and judgment of oneself and 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 things like that nothing can override that so your love for yourself, your love for your spirituality, your intuition and your psychic gifts and your, oh, and your ability to exercise. And that's another thing. Even if you are, if you are taking medication, it's important to really intentionally utilize your intuition and really trust your instincts. I know that, you know, um, like I said, I know medication definitely impacts the brain and how we interpret our emotions and thoughts and certain things, but it's also making sure that you develop a healthy relationship within yourself so you know where you know you know where the information's coming from to always trust your gut feelings and and things like that but um yeah it's just really important to just stay true to who you are and not judge yourself for having to do things you know what i mean but um but yeah i do believe it's possible to still have to be still spiritual and, you know, like I said, yes, the medicine does impact us. I got to keep repeating it because I don't want to make it seem like it doesn't because it does. But I don't believe it to the extent of like, oh, you're a heathen. You took medicine. You are no longer spiritual. Like, come on. You know, I, I just don't believe in that belief that I mean, I've seen it. I've seen people are very adamant. So I'm sure like some people like V, are you saying that you could take? Well, shit. People got to do what they got to do to survive in life, you know? Let's be realistic here, you know? Who are we to tell someone that they are less than because they have to take a pill? You know what I mean? Like, no, you're not less than because you, you, you need a pill for something. You're not less, your spirituality doesn't suddenly disappear, you know? It's in your essence. It transcends, your soul transcends the medication. It does. But while your everyday life as far as like like you said you're like this person's spiritual journey and it's opening up and they're just fearful that it will close back up or their third eye will close up and i'm, I'm here to tell you that once your third eye is open i mean it's kind of hard to close it back up <laughs> it is but um can it be not as strong with the medicine it could possibly it may not be the strongest things but it's still there or maybe you're not able to interpret it i want you to remember all the gifts and abilities that someone has built over their lifetime, no matter you take a pill or you take a break off your spiritual journey or you're stressed out, it will always be there waiting for you underneath all of it. So it, whatever you do, such as taking a pill or taking a break, it doesn't take away from your whole entire gifts and everything that you've worked on with internally as a soul. So Basically, I'm here to tell you, just stay consistent, stay true to who you are, limit fear in your life. And this, I mean, in a general sense, this is my advice too, as long as we're able to limit fears and, um, yeah. So just basically let you know that, yeah, it is possible to still be on a spiritual journey. And if you're have to take medication, you got to do what you got to do, you know, don't shame yourself. 
Um, and this is for anyone listening. Like, don't, if you're like one of those ultra spiritual people and shit, like, don't shame yourself. You know, we all got to do what we got to do, you know. But remember, there's an untapped, pure, godlike spark that no matter what we eat, whatever we ingest in, always remains untouched. That part of you will always exist no matter what. So remember, you can always tap into that. And um, yeah, just wanted to share that. All right. And um, oh, also, um, quite another thing is um, if you are taking medication, you can also balance it out with like, you know, another just eating really healthy and um, making sure that you're I mean, this is like basic shit, like make sure you're hydrated and you drink enough water. But seriously, you're hydrated you're, and make sure you're grounding yourself because sometimes like if you're taking like Prozac, for example, or things like that, that impacts like the mind or emo- how you deal with emotions and things, you want to make sure that you're still tapped into who you are. So work on grounding techniques, eating healthy, a lot of greens, detoxes, and, you know, keeping your, 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 con- like your body, your conduit very clean, clear energy to come through it. So, okay, that is all. Thank you so much um, for everyone like listening in. And um, yeah, if you guys have a call, have a question or a comment or just want to share a story, whether it's a spiritual story or a hilarious story, you guys know I love humor. Great. Love, love, love to laugh. Um, yeah. So it could be a funny story as well. I'm open to basically anything. Y'all know this is the podcast for all of us on this side of the universe who have had who are very who are maybe be considered weird or had paranormal experiences and we don't have much people to talk to about it so this is the corner of the universe that we all can gather around and actually share our experiences and know that we're not alone in our thoughts and we're not alone with uh what's going on with us and that there is people out here and you know that genuinely understand you know your experiences such as me and then the people who call in and i'm sure people are listening to the people calling in i know maybe we are all connected where it's like oh man i had that experience too or i had that thought too so we're all never alone so it's uh just want to say thank you guys for being open and vulnerable and um yeah really appreciate it okay till the next episode guys peace oh side note Real quick, um, I did. I am offering a new service, which is a group reading, which is a two-person reading. So it's like really fun. It's one of my. It's really a fun reading. It's for like you can use it for like couples or like friends, family members. But it's I'm only doing two people for now. Should I actually make the group reading for three people? I'm thinking about it, but right now it's for two people. So. Yeah, if you want to know about like if you and another person share past lives together, or you guys want to shit if you guys want to learn psychic development together we can teach you know i could teach y'all class <laughs> or if you two people want to learn about their soul lessons or you want to just have channel messages or just want to chat this is the session for you but anyway um i think that's it all right yep that's it guys until the next episode peace <laughs>